Hi St. James, I'm Claxon. I hope you all had a good Christmas and a good start to the new year. Today's first reading is taken from Isaiah 43, chapter 43, verses 1 to 7. But now, this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear. I have redeemed you, I have summoned you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am your Lord, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give you Egypt for your ransom, and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Amen. And the second reading is taken from Gospel of Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 to 12. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time some wise men from eastern land arrived in Jerusalem asking where is the newborn king of the Jews we saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this as was everyone in Jerusalem he called a meeting of of the leader leading priest and teachers of religious law and asked where is this Messiah supposed to be born in Bethlehem in Judea they said for this is what the prophet wrote and you O Bethlehem in in the land of Judah are not least among the ruling cities of Judah for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. When you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped them stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed, bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to heaven. Amen.
let us pray god be with us help us to be grateful to you thank you for your son and thank you for your unending love amen i personally always find isaiah as one of the toughest books to read in the bible but as tough as it gets the book reminds me the love the mercy and the promise of god that he has towards his people even though they were not great grateful or faithful to him we can divide the book of isaiah into two parts first isaiah and second isaiah chapters 1 to 39 deals with the isaiah's warning of judgment corruption fall of jerusalem and the exile chapters 40 to 66 this portion of the book of isaiah deals with the end of the babylon exile vision and prophecies of isaiah hope for everyone God's big mission and his kingdom to come. He chose Israelites in the beginning, but they were constantly ungrateful to their creator. No matter how many times they were seen his presence and his love, they were kept making the same mistakes and ignored all the warnings. They were exiled because the people of Jerusalem sinned. God allowed Babylonia to destroy their city and to take them into exile as slaves even though even they even thought the god of babylonians is stronger than their creator they broke god's first commandment there isaiah prophesies the trouble ahead for jerusalem because of the failure of its people to be of its people to be true to their creator chapters 1 to 39 Chapters 1 to 39 blame for the exile directly towards the people of Jerusalem the faithful city has become a prostitute and your princes are rebellious and the people and the companion of thieves the exile is the punishment for their sins after that it's all grim and dark for Israel and its people then the mood shifts in Isaiah 43 it starts with a couple of simple words but now you can hear the that loving statement of reversal by god whatever has gone before is now swept away it doesn't matter anymore it's all in the past please come back to me from your wickedness like i mentioned earlier isaiah always been a challenging book for me i've been struggling to continue from this point i've closed my eyes and asked god for help lord i'm struggling please help me help me to continue i've got a picture of a person throwing a stick in the park and a dog carrying it back that stick to its master and the master picked up the stick and threw away threw, threw that stick away and the dog ran after the stick and picked up picked up that stick again and brought it back to its master the master pet the dog and then threw the stick away bit far the dog wandered for a bit and brought a, brought back a different stick this time i was puzzled over this, over this picture but he, what he was trying to say here is i threw away i swept away your mistakes i have cleansed your sins and burdens like this stick but i know you you will run after that stick again might wander and come back with a different stick but i'm here for you 
and I'm ready to throw away that stick far away from you again, again and again and again and again and again. Like in this passage, regardless whatever the situation we go through, whether through the waters, the rivers or the fire, He is there for us. We don't need to be afraid. We are precious to Him because He loves us. At the end of verse 1, it says, Don't be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. The words, don't be afraid, appear frequently in the Old and in the New Testament. But especially in the book of Isaiah, it's been mentioned 25 times. Well, fear is a common feel among us humans. These exiles who have endured slavery with no end in sight have reason to be afraid. Their Creator assures through Isaiah to them that in spite of their suffering and the hopelessness of their situation, they don't need to be afraid. The reason is God has redeemed them. For Israelites, the word redeemed would bring to mind their understanding that the firstborn of a human or an animal belongs to the Lord and must be redeemed by the payment of a price. This practice has its roots in the Passover, where the Lord killed the firstborn of Egypt, but allowed the Israelites to redeem their firstborn with the blood of a lamb smeared on the doorpost. We read that in Exodus chapter 11. Redemption is a key Christian belief. We celebrated the birth of Christ just over two weeks ago. Jesus is our redemption. Jesus came into this world to redeem us through his sacrificial death, delivered us from the slavery of sin to set us free from that bondage. So we do not have to pay for our sins and mistakes like the Israelites did. Jesus, Jesus paid for our redemption. Today we celebrate Epiphany, the arrival of three wise men, or actually arrival of wise men. Usually this Sunday at church we talk about the arrival of wise men, but when I prayed about it, I felt God more of Isaiah, the book I struggled with. Anyway, so Epiphany marks the first manifestation of Jesus to the Gentiles. This is God's signal for us that Jesus is the bridge, not only for Jews, but for Gentiles as well. Jesus redeemed us and he not only here to redeem Jews, he is here to redeem every other tribe and nation. So we could wonder is Epiphany just about including the Gentiles into God's big mission? No it's not, it's beyond that. It's a celebration of dividing walls, breaking down the barrier and end of conflicts between groups of people. In Ephesians chapter 2 verses 14 says, For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. Epiphany challenges us to rethink all the people whom we see as outside the boundaries of God's love. It challenges us to abandon our tribalism and to stretch our comfort zones to welcome and love those whom we would 
prefer not to love. It's difficult to love those outside our community, but Christ makes it possible. He loves us because of his love he redeemed us. Since we are redeemed, we do not need to be free, to be afraid. We do not need to, to be afraid to love one another. You unravel me with a melody You surround me with a song Of deliverance from my enemies Till all my fears have come